Welcome to the Fun Engagement Pod from Fun Insights, bringing you insights straight from the experts. You can join the Fun Engagement Network at funinsights.co.uk and we'll let you know when new episodes come out. We're also on Acast, Google, Apple and all major podcasting platforms. This stuff is the future. 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 Joining us for episode two is Scott McLeod, Head of Communications and Engagement at Everton Football Club. He joined the club 15 years ago and has held a number of roles including Communications Manager, Interim Head of Communications and Head of Engagement. He is Deputy to the Director of Media, Marketing and Communications. Before working for Everton, he worked at the Liverpool Echo and Northwich Guardian newspapers. From our perspective, uh, fan engagement, as, as it's sort of dubbed across the industry, um, is at the heart of who we are as a football club and it always has been even before it was fan engagement as such even dating back to I suppose 1878 when we were a community club and that was the entire purpose of the club being created so it's all, as a club we've always been very in touch with who we are and where we are and the world, the role we play within our community but what's probably happened over the last 10 years is that that community as it were has expanded exponentially to um in terms of uh, sort of global reach but also in terms of the potential available to the club it, to to have that direct first person dialogue uh, with the people who are most important to a football club which is the fans and i think putting the, the sort of the fans and the fans voice at the heart of what we do as a club um can only really be justified and be um, sort of tangible and authentic if we're actually having a two-way dialogue and so from our from our perspective um, engagement takes very many different guises um, and what I try to do through our strategic approach um, is to ensure that all of those various different guises are interconnected and measured and that one conversation isn't happening in a silo so one form of communication through our fan centre to, to, a, to a ticket purchaser um, is tracked and, and managed and dealt with in the same way as our fan engagement team who do um, sort of uh, some of more of the, the narrow band direct um, engagement with our key groups like supporters clubs, uh, our fans forum, our junior fans forum uh, are linked and there's a sort of there's a holistic view to to what's going on across the club because I think it's very easy in a football club to get stuck in silos and as a result um, there's not that consistency of communication with fans and there's also not that visibility of what's what's coming back from the fans and how useful that can be to to guiding the club and how the club sort of develops and evolves and obviously an offshoot of that is is a multitude of commercial benefits. Okay, and what what precisely? Just quickly go down that road. Then, what where, where do you see the commercial benefits of the of the approach you take to fan engagement? <clears throat> well, and probably now more than ever, it's becoming incredibly apparent. Those those brands that put um, well away from football, I suppose you'd call them customers. Um, but those brands that put customer first are the ones that are sort of. 
um, coming to the fore at the moment as we deal with this sort of new reality that we're all faced with. And as a football club, I think sort of the work we've done in the last five or six weeks is basically just a snapshot of the way in which we operate and the importance we place on on that relationship with fans. So our Blue Family campaign, which is a coordinated campaign between between the club and the charity, has has been put together with a specific intent of maintaining contact and sort of developing and increasing that contact with those people who need it most in a time of crisis. Now, when you do that, and when you show that you you care and you understand your fans, then the benefits to that are, are, are multiple, be it through future ticket sales, be it through ticket re- season ticket retention, be it through being able to demonstrate to future partners, this is who we are as a football club, this is what we, we represent, and this is what you're buying into. And also, it also gives us greater clarity of who our fans are. And obviously, the, the, from a data perspective, that's incredibly, increasingly more and more important. How do you juggle all of these different organisations and these different, you know, different interests um, when it comes to, so away from the, uh, the sort of, if you like, the direct contact you were talking about and, the, um, um, and people, people as individuals, fans as individuals making queries and, and you maintaining dialogue with them. How do you, how do you balance all of those different organisations and groups, if you like, I mean, in a, in a political sense, in a, you know, you've got all these dynamics at play. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's sort of the, the, the one consistent is the love of the club. And I think having that consistent um, sort of is, is an important place to start because you, you need to know, uh, sort of regardless of sort of the various um, objectives or uh, purposes of the various groups, be it the shareholders association, be it the heritage society, be it the supporters clubs, the one consistency is their love of the club. Um, and I think, and, and the reflection of that one consistency is their sort of, um, their appreciation of being talked to and being listened to. Um, so, and, and what we try to do is manage through the same team the the dialogue and the communication and the regular contact with each of those groups and the regular contact takes different forms um, so with the shareholders it may be a monthly newsletter email or uh, for the supporters clubs it will be affiliation and regular contact with the our fan engagement team and then we've got a supporters club committee which is made up of uh, of key individuals from from us from a selection of supporters clubs who who speak to us directly on a face-to-face basis on a, on a monthly basis um, and I think it's just sort of managing the various different communication channels. But as I said at the very outset, the most important thing is having full visibility within the club of, of where and how those, those conversations are taking place. Okay. Um, just when it comes to the, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's clear that talking to you, um, that you've, this, this sort of, strategic thread this this it's a word that gets used a lot strategic approach or a phrase that gets used a lot strategic approach but it's something you have talked about as being particularly important at Everton and um and making sure that when people uh when, when someone contacts the football club in the guy in the guise of a fan um that it's there's a process for it and that it's not lost and that you can track it and understand where it goes and you can get the right responses and the right people 
what um looking looking at um at, at the way you do your job what's what's your special i call it a special source what's the thing that that, that particularly defines your approach um when it comes to fun engagement what's what's the most important thing for you my personal approach yeah yeah your um, personal approach uh, i mean i think the and it probably sounds a little bit glib but it, it's um it's collab from from my perspective i'm I, it's about how we do things rather than um what we're doing um and i think sort of so when i'm talking about our our strategy our strategic approach to sort of the, the PR activity we undertake or our social media um, campaigns and projects, our strategic approach to social media, to PR, to fan engagement is all about how we do it because the how should never really change the, the sort of the what's and the why's may from, from sort of campaign to campaign or project to project. But for me, the, the key is about how we go about doing things. Um, so when I'm looking, we, so for instance, our social media strategy, we don't have a long-term series of objectives for social media. What we do have is a, is a, how we, is how we analyze and how we assess what we're doing. And we do that on a monthly basis because social media can't say now what's going to be the most important thing to be doing in 12 months time. But what we, what we do do is have a strategy of how we go about assessing and measuring what we're doing on social media so that so that we're we're trying to learn in a smart way and likewise from from the fan engagement perspective it's about how we do things and doing things the right way and having a very clear um guidelines on how we go about communicating with fans and how we go about measuring that communication and delivering that consistency and what's the what's the thing that you find the biggest challenge the most difficult um when it comes to fan engagement I mean, it could be um, <laughs> yeah, I think probably sort of the, it's still still something that's sort of, that, that we're working on, and I think sort of I think every football club would say the same thing. I'd like to think that we're further down the line than other clubs, but I wouldn't be arrogant enough to say that we're you know we're we're leading the way or anything like that because every club is different, um, and to a certain extent, um, clubs with um, a smaller staff base are probably in a better position because there are there is less opportunity for things to fall between gaps or things to get um, caught up in individual departments mm. and i think that's the the biggest challenge at uh, sort of a, a club of our size is is trying to um align people together uh, and i think that and probably the, the biggest step we've taken is the 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 structure within the club that's led from the very top from the from the chairman to the ceo through the leadership teams, there's a clear structure in place at the club that makes it far easier to avoid those pitfalls. Mm. And what uh, what what's what's the piece of advice you would give to anyone, forgetting size or anything like that? I've got a sort of suspicion I might know what it is, but um, I'd be interested for you to tell me what piece of advice you would give to anyone else doing fan engagement. Um, in a, in, obviously, in a, obviously, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a in a in a football club, in a sports in a sports club, in a similar environment, rather than um, if anyone's listening to this who thinks they might have some relevance to music or something, I'm not sure about that. But let's think of obviously in a sports context. Yeah, I mean, again, it may sound it may sound glib, but 
never forget who you're talking to or who's important um because there, there may be some amazing ideas that come up in conversations within the club um but the, the key question for me is always how how is it gonna you know how is it gonna benefit the fan how's it gonna sort of progress what we want to do in terms of um developing and nurturing that relationship and growing and growing the fan base and increasing loyalty which are sort of two of our our key objectives how we sort of it may be the best idea in the world it might be but is it actually going to shift the dial in terms of growing the fan base and increasing loyalty and 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 sort of representing that relationship between the club and the fan mm. and just the last i suppose the last question really i think that who's influenced you the most um or if if there's no particular one person um maybe who is it you you look at and go wow you know sometimes um you know you you get the type chance to stand back and and you really admire something someone's done is there any one particular who's influenced you yeah well i'll tell you sort of i mean it's hard to, because having come from a, a journalistic background and sort of the, the the teams i run now are very there's a on the face of it there's a great deal of diversity across the teams in terms of social media uh, pr fan engagement events uh, sort of fan services uh, but there's there's one and it's come back it comes back to that constant of um what's the purpose of a football club and it's to it's to serve its audience and it's to serve its community and so when i when i look at that and i look sort of i i look at the stuff that roma do on social media that's sort of guided and led by paul rogers um who sadly for paul supports the the the, the wrong color in liverpool <laughs> um but aside from that i think some of the stuff he does um for for roma and for the the english roma uh, the english accounts of roma's social media gets them gets the positioning exactly right in terms of there's it is a football club but being a football fan uh, and being part of that community there's a real there's a real power and residence to what you can do and i think the roma account gets the right balance between humor uh, humility social responsibility um but not in a sort of it's sort of ramming it down people's throats. It's just doing things the right way, and I do, I, I do really admire what, um, sort of the, the way in which they go about doing that. And as a result, that reflects on the football club, and everybody looks mm. at that and goes, "That's a club that does things the right way." And it's because of the way they represent the club on their social media account, mm. um, because that represents the football club, and it tells the story of who Roma are. Uh, so I've got a, I've got a lot of time for for that approach.